Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Min Dong. I'm Matt Giglio. Uh, 70 days until the 2020 uh, college basketball season begins. Yeah, um, time's been going quickly. Uh, NBA playoffs going on. Celtics playing right now as we speak, and it's only going to go by quicker. Yeah, definitely. And uh, today is a very special day. Another special guest on our podcast. And today we have uh, Lipscomb star big man, uh, Asan Asajula, joining us today. Uh, Asan, thank you for joining us. And how are you doing today? Good, man. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me today. Man. Yeah. Um, what have you been doing to stay in shape during this uh, lockdown? Uh, so before we got back on campus a few weeks ago, I actually had access to like a gym for my trainer and my brothers. So we've been, I've been in the gym pretty much the whole quarantine. Yeah, and uh, as as most interviews begin, uh, let us begin with the most common question asked, and it's yeah. how'd you get into playing basketball, and who is like your favorite player growing up? Uh, so basically for me, I got two older brothers, so I was playing. I, I started playing at four years old. So for me, it was one of those things that I just see my brothers doing, and I want to do it too. And growing up, obviously, I looked up to my brothers. Obviously, but I think my favorite player was LeBron for sure. Like, the stuff he did, like, throughout my whole childhood, even to now, is crazy. So. Yeah, um, yeah. How, much, how much of an impact did your brothers have? Because uh, we know your brother, Marcus, he played uh, collegially at Georgia Tech and even played a couple seasons in the NBA. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, they definitely pushed me. I think they made me the player I am today. It was, I mean, it was for a long time, I couldn't be any of neither of them. Uh, and they used to, they made me tough, I think. And I learned a lot from them, even watching them play when they was in college and, when he made it to the NBA and played, now he's playing overseas. Uh, I still learn from him and talk to him about the game today. Yeah, and just briefly, just explain the recruiting process and pretty much how many schools offered and recruited you during that time. Um, so my, I got my first offer probably junior year. It was from Alcorn State. And then I picked up a few like Arkansas Little Rock. Uh, Georgia State was recruiting me really heavy. And I had some more looks from like uh, Bucknell, James Madison, Furman, Walford, Lipscomb, obviously, and um, some a few other mid-major schools. And for me, I, actually, I was leaning towards Georgia State. And like, this, this, honestly, I only took the only real official visit I took was to Lipscomb. And before, I, honestly, I was going to commit to Georgia State, but they ran out of scholarship, so I took the visit to um, Lipscomb, and I pretty much fell in love with like the community and the style of play, and then Coach Casey at the time was our coach and I just committed I had to commit yeah was there was there pretty much a, a legitimate or ultimate reason why you actually chose it or just was it just because it was your only visit you really had uh honestly honestly I just everything it, it felt like it, it fit me perfect like the style of play they beat the post a lot um it was a smaller campus so I liked that it wasn't like too much going on and they was like on the rise like they was getting better and better and then the first year obviously I didn't play but because I was injured, but we went to the tournament my first year here. So I knew it was a good program with a good coach. Yeah, um, like you said, uh, you were injured your freshman year. Uh, what happened and what were some things you learned from that redshirt season? Um, so I tore my ACL and playing pickup at home, like probably like a week before we came back to school during my the summer after I graduated high school. And um, for me, it was just a long process, like getting stronger, getting my leg back right. But I, I I learned a lot from Rob Marbury at the time. He was the starting big man at our school. And I he pretty much helped me get ready for the next year, my redshirt freshman year. So, yeah, um, yeah um, that year you guys went to the NCAA tournament, even though um, you did not get a chance to play. What was that experience like? 
Uh, it was crazy. It was definitely, it was definitely motivation to get back there. Um, like playing on that level in front of that many people on like the biggest stage of college basketball. So that was a great experience for mm. sure. Oh, yeah, definitely sounds fun. And how was the transition from high school to college basketball like? Uh, it was, it was, I think I transitioned well. It was, I had more time obviously, but um, it's so much faster. You had to learn so much and remember so much. It's really like a, another class. Like you got to study. You got to know like the plays and stuff like that. In high school, we had a little bit more leeway, obviously, but in college, you just got to be on your stuff pretty much. Because at this point, it's starting to get to where like it's thousands of people who want your position. So you got to show why you deserve it and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, speaking of deserving it, your second season, obviously your retro freshman year, you're finally able to step on the court, uh, appeared in 37 games, averaged 7.6 uh, points a game, uh, 4.6 rebounds, and also making the all-freshman team for the Ace Sun Conference. Uh, how, pretty much how would you evaluate that season as your retro freshman year? Uh, I think it was a pretty solid season. Uh, I, I just got my feet wet pretty much, and I played a role. Uh, I didn't mind the role because I was playing behind some good players, some really good players. And I was just learning college basketball, and it prepared me for the next year, I think. Mm, um, yeah, you guys were just short of the NCAA tournament, but you guys did make it to the um, finals of the NIT, losing to Texas. What was that experience like? Uh, that was that was crazy. That was honestly one of the best teams I ever played with. Um, we going against all these, like, high major schools, and we're beating them. And like you said, we were so close to making it to the tournament, but we lost in the championship. But that year, like, it taught me a lot about, like, it doesn't matter about um, the names, the big names and stuff like that. It's just you play hard, you do what you're supposed to do, you got a chance for anybody. Mm. And uh, during the off season, the program went through a coding change. How was that transition from run coach to another? Uh, it, it actually went smooth. Honestly, like when, when Coach uh, Alexander announced he was uh, going to Belmont, obviously everybody went into panic, not knowing what to do next. But for me, I just – I wanted to wait and meet the new coach before I made any decisions. And when I met Coach Acuff, I, I mean, we had a lot of talks. And he, we, I met with him privately many times, and I, I just knew he was the coach. I knew he was, and I heard a lot of great things about him from other coaches too. So, yeah, um, the coach team seemed to help you a lot. You took a huge leap this past season. Um, monster stat line of 18.6 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, a block, and a steal per game. How were you able to make the jump, and how would you evaluate this past season? Uh, I think the jump was easier because I think this style of play that we play now is much more fitting for my game. A lot of pick and rolls, a lot of five out, a lot of I get like where I, we have our own decisions pretty much, and like where we can make decisions on the fly and not too many plays and stuff. Um, I feel like this past season was a really good season for me. I got a chance to show that uh, like pretty much like a good amount of my game and versatility. So that was good. Yeah, and uh, speaking of making the jump, you were absolutely impossible to guard in that ace on tournament. Uh, averaged uh, a career high of 40 points a game, and then following that with a 27-point game and a 22-point game uh, en route to the conference finals, obviously. Uh, what, what changed in that conference tournament for you? Um, I, just, I just wanted to win. Uh, a lot of people, like when I've been doing like interviews and stuff, they were wondering if it, like, something clicked because I didn't win player of the year or anything like that. But for me, it was more like, I mean, obviously I was – I wasn't upset, but I wanted to win player of the year. But at the same time, I would rather win the championship. And I was just trying to do everything I could to try to make us get us there so we can win the championship, another championship. So. Yeah, and uh, speaking of player of the year, obviously the accolades continued, uh, made the all-conference first team, and obviously the academic team. Uh, I know you said it earlier, but 
do you think you deserved that Commerce Player of the Year this past season? Uh, honestly, I feel like I did. But at the same time, I mean, he's a, Caleb Holmes, he's a good player. Definitely, he, de- he deserved it as well. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah um, we have very high expectations for you and your team next year. We have you as the preseason player of the year and Lipscomb as the front runner for the A-Sun. Um, what expectations do you have for yourself and for your team? Uh, for, for, well, I started the team. I would like to win the conference again and um, get us over that, like, hump and get us to the tournament and obviously win a lot of games and stuff like that. Um, for myself, I would like to just try to improve my game and just show another side of my game. Uh, more face-ups, more a little bit more shooting, uh, the ability to put the ball on the ground and stuff like that. Just like show that I have more like ways to be effective on the court, whether it's defense or switching on the one to five, one through five, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you like to do after your college career is all said and done? Um, I would like to play professional, whether that's here or that's overseas. That would be the first option for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and evaluate, evaluate yourself as a player. What are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, and what are you currently working on? Uh, so my strengths would definitely be uh, low post scoring. I, I can score the ball well. I can rebound it well. Um, I, I make good decisions on defense. I can guard pretty well. And I think one of my biggest strengths is passing. I can pass the ball really well. And some of my weaknesses are uh, and out of foul trouble. It's definitely something I need to work on. Um, shooting the ball with more confidence, like jumpers and threes, and having more confidence putting the ball on the ground. That's some of the stuff I've been working on in practice and outside of practice, just working on dribbling and facing up and shooting when it's open, knocking down open shots and stuff like that. And are there any um, professional players that you, you study or try to model? Uh, yeah, so I like watching, like, like Embiid, I like watching Jokic, uh, even someone like Draymond Green a couple years ago. I hit a style of play. And um, I was talking to, like, my brother, he played for the Timberwolves for a little bit. He was telling me, like, if you can guard, like, you have a chance to play anywhere. And I, like, just want to be able to play defense, like, every position, guard every position. That's what I've been working on, like, agility and quickness and being able to slide my feet and stuff like that. Mm, and uh, last question. Um, who is the toughest player to guard and who is the toughest player to score? <laughs> I remember uh, I, when I DM'd y'all, I told y'all I wasn't going to answer. But honestly, if we, since I've been in college, the toughest player to, to score on would probably, be, would probably be Austin Wiley from Auburn. He, you know, he got less. He's got less. A good defender. Um, my freshman year, when we played, I didn't play this game, but I watched it. I knew it would have been tough to score on him. But when we played Purdue, they had Isaac Hoff. And our big man struggled a little bit scoring on him. I mean, that's, he's like 7'3", so that was tough. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, and that's pretty much all we have for today. Asan, thank you once again for joining us. And any final words before we close it all up? Uh, no, nah, I, just, I just appreciate y'all for having me. Mm. Yeah, we appreciate you too. As for our listeners, we also appreciate you. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Um, Please stay safe, and it's always March. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for watching.